When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show was taped in a small port in a big storm. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. And now it's time for the show that has enough protein to feel like meat but tastes like cardboard. It's Saturday Night Napsock. Hey, Saturday Nighters. Welcome back to the show. Boy, howdy. Do we have a great show for you tonight? I mean... Not really, but my new therapist says that I've got to start speaking about myself in a positive manner, which to me sounds like lying, but I don't know. I'm not the one with the grease on my wall. Anyway, it's time to tell you about tonight's sponsor, Crippling Self-Doubt. Do you have dreams, big goals that you've set your sights on? Do you just want to get through the day without crying? Sure you do, but you know what? Let's be honest. All of that sounds like hard work. So many steps you have to take to make genuine changes toward a better you. And yes, I said genuine as genuine. Who has time for all that? Instead, try a big helping of crippling self-doubt. Crippling self-doubt will easily and effectively bring to a close any far-reaching, dangerous, and brave decisions or steps you have to make or take in your life, leaving you with wonderful manageable feelings and emotions like inadequacy, imposter syndrome, a meandering sense of purpose or belonging, or apathy toward the world or your own existence. So stop trying to process your traumas, overcome your faults, or grow as a person. Let crippling self-doubt keep you in the comfortable space you know all too well. And therefore, you don't have to work hard to get out of it. Plus, if you act now, the makers of Crippling Self-Doubt will toss in, at no extra charge, depression naps while supplies last. That's right. Who doesn't love sleeping for six hours in the middle of the day because it's easier than looking yourself in the mirror? I know I do. In fact, I'm taking a nap right now. So don't delay, because if you don't act now, you might one day start believing in yourself. And who has time for that? I certainly don't, which is why I'm not just reading ad copy. I'm a customer, too. Get crippling self-doubt today. And now, on with the show. All right, here we are, episode 77 of Saturday Night Napsack, the podcast that's like me talking with myself. It's impossible to market, but uh, we're here. Anyways, we got we got some fun show. We got uh, looking at the, the sheet here tonight. Look at that. Oh, really? They're on the show tonight. Oh, that's a funny segment. We haven't done that one in a while. All right, yeah. We actually got some stuff here tonight. This, this will be all right. All right, so, uh, you know, why wait anymore? Why wait anymore? Let's just, uh, you you guys always, I have this uh, kind of, it's supposed to be like a short little monologue. It stretches on. I think one time we had an intro that was like 13 minutes. That, that didn't test well in, in the in the marketing phase. So I think let's, uh, let's just uh, get to the show. Uh, uh, what? What, Petey? What? What's that noise? Uh, are we uh, just gonna ignore what happened on the on the last episode of the show, in which we we were invaded by the Crisp Channel Communication Programming uh, Company, and I, I you fled, and I had to sit here and defend us from the invaders. And uh, Ted Jennings did a big news. Are we just are we just uh, are we just gonna ignore that? Are we moving past that? Uh. Y- 
yes, Petey, we're, we're moving. What this, this show is like a sitcom. Saturday Night Apps like was seventy seven episodes in, plus some of the cheap stunts for bonus episodes and that one doc, which was great. We'd love to do more, but that God, that's a lot of work. Uh, this show's like a sitcom. It just resets every week. All right, stuff happens in the episodes. It gets resolved. We all learn a lesson, and then we hug and move on. That's that's what we do here, Petey. I, I just would think that like a full on invasion that has a chance to change change our world in a real dramatic and traumatic fashion would be something we want to address, right? It just seems like it seems wrong to move past that in, in any way, even on a temporary basis. Like, I mean, we all got to have joy in life and focus on little things that can get overwhelming the, the state of the world. But it, it was a, it was an invasion. Like, I, it's still, in, shouldn't it still be in the news? We have a two-second news cycle now, Petey. We don't need to stop and process things and work through trauma. What do you... What are you, a high school guidance counselor here, Petey? No, the show's here. We move on, all right? We move on. Got it? I mean, I, I saw some former, like, movie trivia champions tweeting their Wordle score on, on the day the invasion started. I, I I I guess it's normal to keep going or move on. I, I, I don't know. I, I've got to think about it here. Well, not everyone's. Classy. Not everyone can, can live up to the uh, to a classy uh, standard. It's 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 fine, Petey. All right. So I'll tell you what, you go sit in your little room there, and I want to move on with the show. Actually, you know, actually, Petey, now that you're talking about it, you know, uh, I I don't want to do the show as planned today. Actually, I, I mean, this is you've put together a nice rundown. You do a lot of work. Uh, I know. I know. I normally don't pay attention to it, but yeah, I don't. Want, I don't want to do the show today. Oh, that's that's great, Cat. I, normally, my words don't seem to find purchase on the soil of your soul, but uh, it's nice to know that maybe something yeah, I that, 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 Stop talking. Stop talking, Petey. No, no, no. I, I, I'm just, you know, I, I just, I gotta admit, I, you know, I, I'm feeling a little blue. I've, I've been a little blue. Been a little down for the last week or so. Just a, just a big tidal wave of, of low self-esteem and lack of confidence. Just a self-confidence issue. And so I know it's, I know longtime listeners, especially the people that used to listen to the Knapsack Files, where that's pretty much all my interviews were about. And now here I am, you know, seemingly moved on from that. It, you know, surprise, <laughs> it's still here. It never left the party, you know? And it's just, it's just been rearing its ugly head. So, take, can I, I'm going I'm to I'm use the executive power here uh, for my show. And, uh, Petey, uh, I want to clear all the segments and, and book guests. And uh, I only want to bring on some people that maybe can help me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to use this show, like a lot of comics use their stage time for self-therapy. Maybe it'll help. I doubt it. I'm feeling real low. Just imposter syndrome. Feel like no one's hearing anything. And even even the nice words people say to me, they're lies, right? They got to they be lies. So, yeah, let's do that today, PD. okay? Can that work, that, that work for you? Uh, I mean, can, can I... I... I mean, despite my own reservations about even doing a show today, uh, you know, that, that doesn't deal with the the invasion. Uh, uh, yeah, we do have a full show. Uh, it was it was real packed and planned and, and written, and uh, we did a lot of producing work on it. It was going to be the first episode of Saturday Night Napsock to go over like forty five minutes in a long time, like maybe to prove that you're not as lazy as people think. Think. Uh, uh, I see what I did there. Uh, yeah. See, you just you just said that. 
And now that's in my head. That's been in my head that I'm lazy, that I don't do enough. I don't do enough to succeed. I don't tweet enough things. I don't, I don't, hey, everybody look at me. Like, you know, you just, you just drove, you just drove the point home. So, you know, Petey, that, that's it. It's settled. Clear all the guests. I mean, you had, you had a, you had a pretty, you had a full show, but we can, we can book these people again, right? What about, uh, what about this surprise mystery guest? Can we book, uh, can we book them again? I mean, it, it was, it was, it was going to be Mark Hamill, but I, I doubt. I doubt we could try. I, I doubt we're going to get him. Oh, I'm not fa- I'm not falling for that one again. Yes. All right. There you go. That's what we're going to do. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Saturday Night Napsock. We're going to use this time, the short time that we're here. Thank God it's short. And we're going to bring on some guests that maybe can help me. All right. That's what I that's what I like to do. All right. Let's let's get on with the show. Well, hiya, kids. I'm Flopsy the Ferret. And if you like Saturday Night Knapsack or you can't figure out how to unsubscribe from it, <laughs> then consider supporting the show at patreon.com slash kenapsack. All right, welcome back to the show here. we get, How many times how many times I got to say that stuff? Welcome back to the show and on with the show. The show, the show, 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 show. God damn it. I just, I'm just, I'll tell you, I'm just such, I'm in such a bad mood. That's the problem. I'm just, I just, I just, I'm such a bad mood. I'm, I'm grouchy. I'm grumpy. I just don't, I don't believe in myself. Uh, I need it. I, I just, I want to, I, you know, I'm, I'm humbling myself here a little bit. I want, I want to talk. I want to talk to a medical professional, which is why I had PD call uh, the doctor you need, the doctor that we all love around these parts. There's got three uh, wonderful medical facilities. Uh, one of them's got a great issue of Better Homes and Gardens from like 1992. I've read it cover to to cover, uh, backward and forward, forward and backward. I've read it so many times. It's such a great issue of Better Homes and Gardens. Uh, you got three medical offices uh, to better serve you in uh, Bakersfield, uh, California. I, I'm so depressed I sent a drunk there. Three of us. God, man. Anyways, it's Dr. Lancaster. Doctor, thanks for taking time out from your, your busy schedule to, to call into the show. Oh, Kenneth, it was, it's my pleasure here. I did receive uh, a warning pager from uh, Peter and the producers booth to uh, uh, get ready for the phone call. And he, he updated me once I was able to get to a pay phone and call Peter on his cellular uh, mobile telephone and connecting with him on that uh, space device. And I was able to get uh, a little bit of a, a download of um, what's going on with you. So I'm happy to call in. I was having a, I was having a very nice dinner with my betrothed, a, a pasta dinner. Uh, with uh, some meatballs. I do love balls of meat in my pasta. I love when the, the balls of meat get in my mouth that I can roll them around. I don't chew them right away. Uh, I slowly, I savor the taste of the okay, balls of okay, meat in yeah. my mouth. And then doc, I... Doc, doc. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, okay. You can. I don't even think you know what you're saying. And I don't got a problem with balls of meat in your mouth, my mouth, anyone's mouth. I don't. But I just, this is about me. Your dinner will be there. They've got microwaves for that. Your wife, what, you guys, how, how long you both been married? Uh, we like to say 55 years, but legally uh, only 32 of those count. Great. So it doesn't look like she's going anywhere. So you'll have some pasta with your wife uh, soon enough. But, uh, Doc, I just, you're the only medical professional I I trust. And, and I don't know, it, you know, nighttime... I go to bed with big dreams, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to work in that stand-up bit I was thinking about. I'm going to book some stand-up gigs. I am uh, going to grab a notebook and maybe go to a park or a zoo and, and uh, you know, sketch out some of those screenplay ideas. I can do a Patreon bonus show because I really uh, cherish all my Patreon supporters. I want to give back to them more. And then I wake up in the morning and it's all gone. Poof. 
gone, Doc. I don't, and all the self-belief is just replaced with uh, not even, you know, we, we keep saying crippling self-doubt. But really, it's like a, it's like I know in my mind I'm confirming the things I believe. I'm not worth anything. Um. Well, okay. That's um. You see, uh, when you when I got the call here, I thought maybe you had some like an upset stomach, uh, maybe a little bit of a fuzzy head from drinking too much of your alcohols of choice. There, I know you like those hard seltzers, uh, or as we call them in my house, uh, the devil's water. Like literally, uh, like the devil cursed the water with um, uh, the alcohol. Uh, 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 Doc, what? Every day I wake up and I'm I just feel like a piece of like what? What do I do? Yeah, I again, um, I didn't go. I, I did go to several medical schools because I was uh, thrown out of a few of them. I failed a lot of the tests. The tests are very hard at these medical schools. I think I I've always thought that the idea would be better to have more doctors in the field. So you'd want to maybe make the tests less difficult so that, um, you know, uh, I could succeed or, or the other doctors will succeed. I understood having higher standards for the, the, the women trying to be doctors because that's kind of weird. It upsets the balance of the medical office when you have uh, nurses uh, and then also a female doctors. And I don't even get me started on male nurses. Uh, there's one uh, in uh, South Texas that does some uh, great charity work, but he's a, he's a gentleman. I don't understand why they call him a nurse. That's always seemed weird. To totally me. get what you're saying, even though it's probably wrong on every level. Um, but again, Doc, I mean, I'm, I'm desperate. I'm hurting here. I feel as though I'm not I'm not achieving anything uh, like I should. I'm not where I need to be. Uh, it's not even that I'm watching like other people uh, succeed and move ahead of me. I, I'm over that. You I, you know that you get over that in your twenties. The first the first like three people I knew that got cast on the Saturday Night Live while I was guarding them all. Like you either face it or you don't. You know. But I'm just like I, I'm I'm 46 next month. Like we're we're in my birthday month coming up here, Doc. And I, I just I can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing this, and I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm desperate here. Yeah, well, again, what what I was uh, – I think you probably want to uh, talk to like a, a, a psychologist, a therapist, um, a witch, a soothsayer. I, I, I'm, I'm probably not the medical professional um, that you want, which is weird because I, I, I have absolutely before I've lied before, like I've told people I'm an OBGYN, um, just so I could uh, remind myself what they look like down below. And I, I don't think that's, uh, you know, I, I, that's fair. That's good business practice to, to make money. It's all about making money these days. Right. Um, so, um, yeah, I, but this is rare for me to say that I don't think I'm the one qualified to help. But you have, you have a white coat on, right? Like, you're on, I can't see it, like, but you're on, do you have like one of the white doctor coats on? Maybe like a clipboard and a tie? Uh, well, I mean, I do have a tie because I went to dinner and, and only a savage would uh, not go to dinner with a tie on. Um, but uh, no, I don't, I don't have a white coat on now. I do have it when I'm at the office, but again, uh, that's uh, not where I am right now. So maybe, I don't know, maybe you want to make an appointment and come up and I can maybe check your knee. Maybe you got some knee pain and that's what's causing all the problems here. Knee. No, my knees are totally fine. I, I can't sit in a chair for more than six minutes without uh, shooting pain going in all directions. But uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Maybe I just, I don't know what to do, Doc. I feel lost. 
I feel adrift in the ocean, just a piece of driftwood. It's a great song by Travis. The things that I'm passionate about don't seem don't seem to translate to any kind of level of success, which I shouldn't be doing it for success. I should just be doing things for myself, and, and then maybe other people will be, you know, pulled in by that. They'll gravitate towards the things I'm doing. But I am a creative person, right? I got, I'm not going to be happy if I'm an in an office doing reports or something like liability reports when people slip and fall in the mall, which by the way, it happens so like, look where you're going, you pieces. Like, what are you doing? Walking around a mall, just walking through water and you just flipping in the air like a ass. I don't, you know, anyways, um, that's a different, different, different thing. So anyways, I, I, I don't know, doc, doesn't seem like, doesn't seem like you can help me, right? You can't help me. I just no. I just uh, tell them to warm it up in the mic. Tell them to warm it up in the microwave, and I'll, I'll be. Uh, what, what was that, Ken? What was that? See, I, I don't. I don't think you're listening, Doc. I just don't think I can be helped, and I think you know that. Dear God, that's really dark. It's uh, you know nothing drastic's going to happen here. I don't want anyone to get freaked out. Nothing's. I'm just in the. I'm in my feelings. I'm feeling blue, and it hasn't gone away. It's been like. It's been like two weeks outside of the normal stuff. I'm always got. I've always got a layer of it. The last two weeks, like I, I just wanted to just run my head through, you know, a mirror and see what happens. I mean, dear God, that's still pretty dark. You're not. You're not making me feel good here, Kenneth. Well, I'm not feeling good, Doc. I'm not feeling good. Do you have any advice for me? I think um, I'd say this, Kenneth. Often, when these feelings start to overtake us. Um, uh, perhaps it's best to uh, slow down and try to um, step outside of ourselves there, not in some kind of weird uh, metaphysical way. Um, I don't even know if that's possible to do. I, I did uh, I did take one medical course that was about transfigurations, but I don't I just didn't seem like it was possible. I did try. I tried to remove myself from my body. I squeezed my eyes real hard and um, I ended up in Detroit for a while, which was scary, but the, I, I came back. So I, I guess, um, you know, my one advice, Ken, it's just that when, when the depression hits and the self-doubt and all these things that come and go, because that's part of the human experience there, is to, is to move outside yourself a little bit, uh, invest yourself, invest in other people. Invest in other issues and causes that, that maybe don't center around your neuroses or your feelings. And I, you know, I don't mean to say neuroses to invalidate you. I just think maybe that's um, uh, they're real feelings, but they can be over overcome. And uh, I think that's uh, that starting point of that is to maybe just slow down and uh, just think outside yourself, and and don't go uh, don't go to Detroit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Some of that makes sense. I just, I just gotta maybe find where this all began. You know, can I, if I go back to the root of all issues, I will. Uh, maybe I'll solve some of that. You know, what do you, what do you think about that, Doc? I can't believe this call has gone on for ten minutes. Uh, normally, your segments are shorter, a little jauntier, and get to the point. My food is really cold, so I think you're going to be okay, Kenneth. If you want to go on some mission to find out where all this began, by all means, you should do that. But for myself, Doctor Lancaster. I'm going to go back to my dinner with my beloved wife and, uh, and, um, I hope things work out for you. I think they will. Okay. Bye-bye. Man, I gotta tell you, that was, that was the weirdest segment on the show ever. We've done some weird.
I'm Dog Hickman, and this is SNN Sports. Baseball is back, baby, after a protracted lockout in which the owners kept the players from taking the field to make everyone money, the national pastime for people born before 1980 has returned in a grand way with all new rules designed to turn the venerable grand old game into some sort of MTV rock and jock softball game complete with ghost runners, larger bases, and pitch clocks to make the people that hate watching the Oscars also keep now watching baseball. After months of tweeting the bitter resentment, baseball fans have flocked back to the spring training ballparks and droves to watch the game they still love deep down like that co-worker you have in the office that returned to their spouse after a short separation because it was easier than continuing to swipe right on potential serial killers. There are a lot of old faces and new places as the baseball hey, free hey, agent, hey, Mark. Hey, Doug, Doug. What? Doug. Hey, it's Ken. Um, hey, I got a quick question for you, man. I, I, I got a... I used to play baseball when I wanted to be, I wanted to be a pro baseball player when I was young and, and I got I got cut from the high school baseball program in ninth grade and I just, I'm just wondering I'm trying to go back to the center of all like my my problems and my self confidence do you think if I had tried harder to make the team the next year do you, do you you're a sports guy do you think I would have found some self confidence earlier what, what what is what is going on what is going on Ken I'm just on a personal quest to to get over this crippling self doubt you know hey, what's that button do. You, you 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 know what you know what that button does. You always, you always press that damn button every time you come in. Don't press don't press the button. I just, look, Ted, I just want to finish the segment. Doug Hickman wants to finish the sports segment because I haven't been on the show in months. No one has heard from me in months on SNN. All right, okay. So can I just finish the segment? Well, that's because the bit was funnier when you just reporting on squirrels in the front yard because COVID had shut down all major sports. <gasps> da, da. <laughs> How dare, but my segment helped pave the way for the show to evolve into the true satire show SNN is now. Before my segment, it was just you killing time because you needed more ad money. Yeah, and now I get no ad money for this show. So look at us now, huh, Dougie? Ah, uh, just, okay, just, yeah. I've got to guess, by the way, you hit your knee every time you get in out of the studio chair that God didn't correct you to play baseball. Okay, so uh, I think you wear... You need to be all right. Just look at it. Look at it that way, and you can maybe build from there. Uh, you know, I see what you're saying. I just, you know, I don't believe it. <laughs> all right, all right. Finish the segment. I'm gonna press that button again. No, please. <sighs> I'm Doug Hickman, and that was SNN Sports. Unbelievable. Here's another true fact about your host, Ken Napsuck. Every time he goes to the comedy store, someone thinks he's Tom Segura, including other comics like Mark Maron. And this is the most success Ken has had as a comic. And now, back to the show. Oh, welcome to Del Taco. May I take your order? Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, it's Ken. How you doing? Um, are, are you, uh, Muno? Are, are, you the, are you the podcast guy? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 me, the pod podcast guy. Um, hey, how you how you doing? Um, oh no, um, sir, I'm I'm um uh, I've been told by my supervisors that the next time you come by, I have to let you know that we are permanently out of milkshakes. Um, that well, that sounds like well, that sounds kind of scandalous. You keeping me from milkshakes, sir? You order five at a time. It really clogs our machines and makes them hard to maintain, especially during dinner rush hours. I want to talk to my lawyer about that, but that's 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 not why I'm here. Hey, we're friends, right? 
Oh, you you don't know my name, sir. I, I don't have time for the little details in life here, but it's it's fair to say that we're frats, right? I talk to you more than almost anyone else in my life. I'm not a medical professional, but I don't think that sounds like a good a good thing. The medical professionals they can't help you. Look, here's the thing, here's the thing. I gotta, I gotta get to the point here, okay? Uh, sir, there's a, a a van of a soccer team behind you. Can uh, can you hurry up? Because we want to take their order. They're probably ordering way too many tacos at one time. It really clogs things up here. Uh, could you just get to your order and move along? Just answer me this. Is there anything about me that you like? Is there one good thing in the time that we've known each other? Is there just one good, one good thing about me? I just think I need to hear it from a close friend like you. Sir, you once threw a hot quesadilla back into my face because you didn't think it was sliced evenly. Each piece has to be no greater than two and a half inches wide. Why can't you understand that? Oh, yeah, so there to my point, I, I don't think we're close enough, sir, for me to be answering this question. Help me out here, kid. Just, just say one thing. It's nice about me. I just, I just want to hear it, okay? I just need to hear it once. Today, more than any other day. Um, sir? I just need to hear one thing about me that is good. I just gotta believe in one thing. Tell me. Please. Um, I think, sir, instead of hearing it from me, maybe you should hear it from yourself. Uh. Well, in that case... Four soft tacos with beef, one cheese quesadilla, uh, a large uh, order of crinkly fries, and a double dill cheeseburger, okay? Well, sir, I'll say this. You always know what you want when you finally order. Oh, thank you. That, that's actually nice. I, I appreciate that. Uh, you're welcome. And for the record, sir, my name is... Oh, could you, could you throw in some extra napkins in there for me? All right, cool. Thank you. Uh, yes, sir. See you at the window. And now it's time for the list. Today, we've got the best ways to start believing in yourself. Number three. Pick one good thing you've actually done in your life and just keep tricking yourself into thinking that's enough. Number two. Listen to all the nice things people have to say about you and then deny the urge to refute it all to the point where you rupture your spleen. Number one. And the best way to start believing in yourself. You never will, loser. Ha <laughs> ha. And that's the list. Uh, hiya, Ken. This is Dutch Allen, and you've got go picture, kid. <laughs> well, you know, my catchphrase and whatnot there. Well, I I'm guessing you don't have go picture because I got a call from the best producer ever, Petey. Uh, he said that you're having a down day. You're feeling blue, and you need a pick-me-up. Petey asked me to call into the show and give you some advice, or at least help boost your confidence. I, I didn't want to do it for the show, though, to be honest. Old Dutch doesn't like attention anymore. Well, I mean, you know, there was that one party in 1978 that I tried to get Sally Field to pay attention to me all night. I was just joking and dancing and being obnoxious, quite frankly. Anything to get her to look my way. She never did. But Burt Reynolds came over to me, told me to knock it off or he was going to smoke my bandit if I got his drift. And I did. Anyways, the point I'm trying to make is I wanted this to be a private call, but I guess you 
I guess you have my number blocked, Ken. I, I, I know we haven't gotten along always. I mean, I, I thought we were friends, but I, I guess not. Uh, though, I, I, I don't like the way you treat Petey. I, I've said that before. Maybe that's part of the problem, Dad. He's just so nice. Be good to him. Here's the thing, Ken. Here's what old Dutch wants to tell you. Anyone uh, that will be listening to this uh, might also, you know, take something from it, too. Self-doubt, that, that feeling that you don't belong, that you're not where you're supposed to be, or that creeping sensation in the back of your soul that's telling you that nothing you've ever done amounts to a hill of beans. It's all normal. We've all got that. Yeah, that I know, I know. That doesn't make it any easier to accept those things. It doesn't make it any easier to get past them. But I think that might be the point. I was trying to get a picture off the ground in the early 60s, one of the first times I was putting together my own show. It was a Dutch Allen film, and it was a simple little film at that. One of those swinging and dancing surf movies that were popular at the time. You know the ones. Beach Party, Ride Wild Surf, Beach Blanket Bingo, um, which was also a game my third wife and I would play with our friends at certain kind of parties in the mid-70s. I used to like playing those bingo games until one night my carrot went into the wrong salad. But point is, point is, I couldn't get the picture off the ground. No studio was willing to make it. No financiers were willing to pony up the dough. It was going nowhere, and I took it hard. Blamed it all on myself. And you know what? I did make some mistakes trying to make it. Took some shortcuts in the writing. Didn't work hard enough to get the right cast for it. And that was the big lesson for me. I got lost in those mistakes. I got buried by those feelings. Like everyone else before me, and everyone else since. But I didn't lay all those things down before I moved on to the next chapter of my life, the next page of my career. I carried them with me, and that hurt the next picture, and the picture after. And it affected my second marriage, my personal relationships. It all, all became a big bundle of repeating cycles. I had to learn to lay down those painful feelings and take steps forward to make sure I didn't make the same mistakes again. To make sure I knew old Dutch did everything he could to use the abilities he had as God intended. Or whatever you believe in these days, I don't know, Ken, you're kind of unclear on that. I didn't ignore the doubt. You can't. It's real. It's there. I just made sure I didn't let the doubt drive the boat. And it seems to me, Ken, that you're letting all these things drive the boat. Those feelings might... I don't know, occasionally ride in the boat, like me and my fourth wife sitting in that Jack Nicholson-driven speedboat as we drunkenly putted around Lake Arrowhead in the mid-80s. Those were great times until Angelica Houston got word. Oof, that was a, that was a bad night. She didn't talk to me until I sent her a nice telegram about her performance of the Royal Tenenbaums. Uh, what was that, 2000? But, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. They can ride in the boat, those feelings, because they're, they're real. They're something we all struggle with. Just don't let them drive. And that is easier said than done. I understand. It's not always going to be sunshine and chirping birds, Ken. Sometimes it's going to rain. That doesn't mean the sun isn't waiting for you. You just have to keep walking to it. I don't know if any of that helped. You're an okay guy, I guess. Even if you keyed my car because you thought I was the one stealing your English muffins from the break room, which was nonsense. The only English muffin I've ever liked was Hugh Grant. Take care, Ken. Yeah, you're an okay guy. Call me 
if you need anything. Call your pal, Dutch Allen. Petey, if you're listening, let's go Let's go to Morton's afterwards. Uh, steak, you and I, Petey, if you're listening. All right, thank you. I hope that helped. Petey. Petey, did you, did you really have Dutch reach out to me? Did you really do that? Uh, yeah, yeah, Ken. I, I, I saw you were really down, and Dutch always has some great advice for me. When I'm down, I, I just, I, was, I thought it was a little something I could do for you. Uh, you know, that was real nice. It was real thoughtful. It's great. I don't understand why he has the music playing on his phone, like his music bed from his segment is. That's interesting, but that, that, that actually kind of helped. You know, you know, and Petey, Petey, the fact that you would do something nice for me. It kind of makes me feel nice. You know what I mean? Kind of makes me feel a little better. I'm not completely out of the doldrums. I don't completely believe in myself as as a creative person right now. But you you kind of got my mood a little bit a uh, little bit up. Thanks, Petey. I uh, can't. Well, we we've had some good times and uh, definitely more bad times. But um, you know, I can't I can't just sit back. Uh, Idly by and watch you suffer like that. That that's not right. I I, I think empathy is important. I think empathy is a, is a great way to kind of lead yourself through life. You know, think outside yourself to other people's problems. Put yourself in their shoes. Try to understand where they're coming from and the, the help they need. I, I think that's a good thing. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that sounds good. I'll tell you what. Tell you what, Petey. I, I learned a lot here today. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about maybe where my problems come from and why I just let myself get buried by them and what I got to do to maybe move forward and work with the problems. Cause they're never really going to go away. You just got to kind of process them and, 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 and get through them and ride the waves, you know? And, and then the fact that you did something nice for me, just, I don't know. It just kind of reminds me that maybe I should do something nice for other people. You know what I'm saying, Petey? I do, Kat. I really do. You know what? I, we should hug. We should end this episode with a hug. I, I you know, don't, don't move. I'm going to, I'm going to do something nice for you, Petey. I'm going to go into your booth. Don't move. We're going to hug in. Uh, okay. I mean, I can come. It's real tiny in here. Remember, you, you told them to keep the, the booth small so you could have more space in the executive bathroom. Yeah, yeah no, no. I, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. But come here. Come here, Petey. Come here, Peter. Stand up. Let's hug. Let's, let's hug. Ah, I felt good. I felt good. Yeah, it, you know what? It, it actually did. I'm, I'm glad we learned something here today. I'm glad that, you know, maybe we can move forward with, with what we learned here today and maybe apply it to our relationship going. Yep, yep. All right. I'm going to go finish the show. Forward. Go, go, going forward. Well, there you have it. Episode 77 of Saturday Night Napstock. Hope it didn't get too dark for you there, but I thought it ended in a very happy way. Special thanks to Patreon supporter Vermont Mike for his Morning Drive Media Station identification. If you want your own identification on the show, uh, you can support at patreon.com slash catapsock and uh, get your voice on the show that way or just support in general. Saturday Night Napsock is also on Jemmy. If you want to make a one-time donation to support the show, head over to jemmy.app slash Saturday Night Napsock. I think that still works. I don't know. Big thanks to associate producer Sean Arnold for his support on this week's show and getting the word out on all the shows. Visit Sean's Tea Public shop at tpublic.com slash user slash tshawn. Sean does some great work. We also call him Old Handsaw on my music show. So, hey, if you like music, then listen to me on Hall of Fame Music Radio, Newcastle, Pennsylvania, and anywhere throughout the world via the website at hofradio.com every Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. And check out my show, Ken Napsack's Pop Rock and Radio on Mixcloud. 
Ah, that's where Old Hamsa helps some great graphic cards. Visit KenNapsack.com for more information on all the things I do, including a big comedy show. More uh, on the way, but a big one June 4th at Doug Weston's Troubadour in Hollywood, West Hollywood, the famous music venue. We're doing comedy there. June 4th website has ticket information. Follow me at KenNapsack or go to my, um, oh, you can go to the website. Or just just follow me at Kadabs and follow me on Twitter at Endraft Media. What am I trying to say now? All right, let's get out of here. I'm feeling good. I'm not going to let it get me down. Be sure, as always, to tell a friend about Saturday Night Napsuck, a show so real it had to be fake. And as always, remember to laugh responsibly.